Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. Whoa! Doug Gottlieb Show in the Bonus with you here on Vice Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Thank you so much for downloading the uh, unfiltered, uncensored, unstoppable, best thing there is in all of the world in the bonus podcast. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, a metric ton to get to, but uh, a first, a good, how are you? How are you? How are you doing? Um, to uh, my man, Jason Stewart, and to John Ramos. Uh, Jay Stu, first of all, our Bolts won last night, so we should be happy today. How was your, uh, your Jay Stu two-team parlay? How'd that do? Uh, a raging success. I got so much feedback online and on Twitter. A lot of DMs. A lot of money being made. Uh, the Lions to the uh, to the Bengals. Now, I told the the Browns fans that Brian Sipe was not going to walk through that door, and he, he never did. Nope. So uh, yeah, two team parlay. You won. Thank you. I mean, you're uh, welcome. The the two team parlay. Uh, Ramos, how did your gambler pick work? Do you remember what you picked? You know what? I, I think I sent a, a text to you guys, and I couldn't remember it. Do you remember what it was, Jason? I'm going to have to look back on the uh, on the podcast. I know. <laughs> I felt, I'm usually all over it because I'm so excited when I win, but I literally couldn't remember it. I, I don't. Do you remember what it was, Doug? I doubt you probably remember it either. So Your, your pick? Yeah. I don't ever pay attention. 
And that's fine. That's okay. Just I just, uh, I want I want to be completely <laughs> honest there. I, Honesty is the best policy. That they told us that when we were younger, right? I I I, well, I don't know if that's that's actually the truth. You know, like I'm <laughs> super honest about uh, about uh, Stetson Bennett and uh, all of Georgia. Uh, all, <laughs> all of Georgia hates me. I'm like, okay. That was a great uh, Twitter moment for you. This is a, this, it's still, I, is it still, uh, it's still pretty big here. Let me see here. Have you seen, so here's the tweet Ramos, if in case you didn't know what we were, what we're actually referring to. Uh, there's a photo from Friday, uh, a photo from Friday, um, that was on social media and it was the four Heisman trophy finalist. And so my tweet was, and there were other tweets of this, but your boy just has the ability to piss people off with, with so here's the tweet. Remember that time when you thought Stetson Bennett was the best college football player in America? Neither do I. Now, the, the funny part about it is, like, um, Stetson Bennett is, there's a photo of them on the, uh, uh, what is that, the Empire State Building. And they're holding the Heisman Trophy. And, you know, you have the other three quarterbacks. And then Bennett's the only one in the letter jacket. Plus, he's a good, what, three inches shorter than anybody else in the picture. And he literally looks like a regular college student came in and hopped into the photo. That's what it looks like. Or like a high school, like it just does. Um, that aside, like it's unbelievable how provincial college football is with so many people in Georgia coming at me. That's made 3 million impressions, 3 million. It's close to 4 million impressions. That means that's how many people have seen that, that tweet. Um, and I, you know, there's always people ratio, like congrats to people in Georgia getting the internet and tweeting at, tweeting at me. I, I know I'm correct. You know, I mean, you could make, you make an argument that he's the third or fourth best quarterback in the sec. He's not the best player in the country. And the, the difference in me and everybody else is I don't have to just bullshit. And like, like Desmond Howard was like, I can't believe that Quorum and Hendon Hooker didn't get more votes. What's he saying? How the hell did Stetson Bennett get the fourth most votes or fifth most votes or whatever, fourth most votes, whatever. Like, doesn't make any sense. Anyway, yeah, it was a, it was a big uh, Twitter weekend for me. Doug, not to steal that, what you just said, because it's all very valid and great points that we should know. Uh, but I did win. Uh, I took the Ravens. They were the dogs to the Steelers and they won. By two points, so there you go. A bizarre game, too, right? Yeah, like they super... lose Huntley, right? Because you and they have to bring in what is it, Trubisky? Huh? They had to, who did they? They lost their quarterback. Steelers brought in Trubisky. Oh, Steelers yeah. brought in Ravens okay. went to their third string. Wow, who I had never heard of him before in my life. <laughs> well, we never heard of Brock uh, Purdy before that either. I, Look I, how I'd good he's done. I, I'd heard of Brock Purdy at Iowa State. Okay, Brock, yeah, that Brock Purdy had he just had a really disappointing senior year. Uh, but Brock Purdy, I had heard of him. I mean, he, Iowa State's been good, solid, you know, and their turnaround as a program directly links to his career. So that one, I, I'm not Anthony Brown from Oregon. I didn't. I'm, I, I, he was I, I'd totally forgotten about Anthony Brown. Yeah, he's very forgettable. He's forgettable as his name, <laughs> Anthony Brown. Well, I mean, wh- you know, why, why is uh, why is Anthony Brown forgettable for Oregon? Like, do you know what the answer to that is? Go Ducks? I don't know. Well, because I mean, look, he started his career. He started his career at Boston College. He's a three-year. I think he started for uh, his first two years, and I think he got hurt his last year. He actually played five years of college football. But that's, um, 
the the reason that you haven't heard of Anthony Brown uh, going back to you know playing for Oregon last year was their coach left, and they were they were good, but they kind of petered out. And he was good, he was fine, but th- this is about fit. But I like I had totally forgotten Anthony Brown when he checked in. I I didn't. I guess here's what I know who Anthony Brown is. I didn't know he was in the NFL, and I definitely didn't know that he was the the third string becoming the backup to the Baltimore Ravens. And so when he was in the game and I was like, Anthony Brown, where do I know that name from? Uh, that's, that's what I thought when I heard Anthony Brown, but yes, you did win. And it does kind of prove to some people's point, uh, to some people's point that, um, that I don't know. Lamar's not necessarily replaceable, but there are guys that can be somewhat successful within because they're not necessarily built around uh, a high power passing game. I I do think that their their struggles yesterday offensively are going to help Lamar in his quest for more money. I just I just think it comes down to they don't want to pay him two hundred more two hundred fifty million guaranteed because look at all of these contracts with the exception of Mahomes nobody's living up to him. Anyway, sorry that's a, uh all right. Let me get to the game that I went to last night because I think that's there's a bunch of other stuff going on and I have my five things from the weekend. But let's start with with the game last night. Um, last night I went to Chargers Dolphins. So the backstory is this: that my son Hayes is uh, thirteen, and we have gone to a game. We've lived here. This is our uh, sixth football season, I believe, and we've gone to a game every year except for the COVID year. We obviously couldn't attend then, and that was the first year in SoFi. So last year we went to the, Ra- the Raiders home game, which was awesome. Uh, a Monday night football game. Another, a thunderstorm, which there was a thunderstorm last night as well, which is eerie, obviously, with, the, with it being the Chargers. But it was our second time there. It's my second time at SoFi in four days because I went Thursday night to the Rams game. A buddy of mine, uh, uh, Rob, gave me tickets, and we went Rams-Raiders. So it was awesome. And uh, Jay Stu, you've been there, right? How many times have you been there? Um, I've been there, I think, twice. Yep. Hoping to go before the season ends here. Um, okay, I can take care of that. Rams, um, January 1st. Uh, Ramos, have you been? You know, I have not, Doug. Okay, we got to get to your Rams game this year because they're, they're so good, right? Like, get you ready for... <laughs> so, I want to see uh, Baker Mayfield. Come on, man. I wait, would... hold on a second. Hold on a second. The, the Chargers host the Rams on January 1st. Oh, man. That's killing, a, killing two birds with one stone. Tell you what, that sounds like a four-pack, a Gottlieb four-pack, and John could bring his son. I could bring my son. There you go. Email sent. Text sent as well. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. 
Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the worst world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. Premium cocktails on demand. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So here's here's the thing. Um, you've been there twice, Jay Stu. Where did you sit? I mean, this is not, I'm not going to seat shame you. Like, if you're up in the nosebleed, it's okay. I just, yeah, they were up there. Sat, but, huh? They were up there. They were up both in times? The, uh, yes, both times. Yeah. Okay. So I've sat, I've, I've, I've been in the box. Right. And I've sat uh, Thursday. My buddy Rob had 50 yard line. That was the only reason. Like, he's like, well, you know, you don't have to come to the game, but it's 50 yard line. So we went. That was amazing. And then last night we were down uh, in the, the first level, which great seats were about 20 yard line, whatever. The only issue with that one is uh, there are obviously a lot of Dolphin fans and they were super in everybody's super in the game. A lot of standing up. So if you're not into standing up to see. It can be because and it, all it takes is like one person to not like look around like, oh, we're not standing up anymore. Sit down like you have. This is we got to work together on this shit, you know, stand up. sit And so the good thing about SoFi that I think, first of all, it's so uh, not 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 carnivorous, cavernous, cavernous. It is gigantic. It is a big, big place. Um, I do believe most all the seats and I have not been up to where the, the where Jason was sitting. Um, I haven't been up in the Euchre seats, but every seat that I've been in walking around the place is really good sight lines. The board is awesome. But what's cool about it is every time you go in, it's like, oh, I had no idea this was here. This is cool. There's like a little food area with bar- a barbecue joint. There's a restaurant. There's a bar. There's the owner's club. You go this. There's that. You go outside. There's dining. There's retail. Like, it's really, really cool. Um, but the best part about it, I I love that you walk in and... And, and, and some of it's because obviously not a gigantic charger or even Ram fan base, 
right? Like it was 60, 70% Raider fans the other night. It was 50% Dolphin fans last night. But that actually makes for a much better viewing experience, right? Because every penalty is booed. (laughs) Every great play is cheered, but in different ways. And then, you know, again, this is the, and, and honestly, Raider fans, if half of, if, if my expression for Raider fans has been this, not all Raider fans are gangsters. They're just, anyone's is a gangster. seems to be a Raiders fan, right? So it's, it's most Raider fans are really good. I mean, they show up and they're dressed up and whatever. It makes for a fun watch because everybody's into the game. If your home team is getting their ass kicked, the visiting teams are super loud. If you're winning, you're super, and you kind of, you get stoked up by the being louder than the guy sitting next to you. Cause the guy sitting next to you, even if you're being kind of polite, like they're cheering for the rival, you know? And, uh, I don't know. It was, it was a lot of fun and it's a cool place. And Ramos, if you want to clear your schedule for the first, we can arrange that. Clearing Most it. Be, huh? I'm clearing it right now. That's a new year's okay. day. Sunday, correct? So the Sunday, because the Rose Bowl and those those bowl games are uh, on the thirty first and on the second this year. Okay, there's not the big ones aren't on the first th- this year as well. So it's all if Susanna lets you get out of the house. That's a good. <laughs> but I That's give a you great all, the, question. all the different tricks. It's awesome. Um, it is an awesome viewing experience. But the best part about it was everybody likes being right. Nobody likes being right more than me. And I just here's my thing with the. I I don't I didn't I don't really care about the Herbert Tua conversation because honestly that was like Emmanuel Acho is the only dude who's who was dying on that hill. Did he is he dying on the hill still? Like I haven't really got into social media. Jay Stu is he still dying on the hill or is he just like yeah my bad I was kind of off on that thing. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm guessing when his show was live at noon Pacific time he double double doubled down, but we'll know more for tomorrow's pod. Okay. Um I, I and, and football outsiders basically did it. Is Justin Herbert really that good? So this is I do not profess to be a quarterback whisperer. It's not what I do for a living. On the other hand, here, the reality to it is that because of how long I've done what I've done, and I believe because of how I've tried to treat everybody fairly, and I've Charlie's been a straight shooter. When I pick up the phone and call football guys, they talk, want to talk about basketball. I want to talk about football. And they tell me things. And I can see things in my own eyes. I am a Charger fan. Long-suffering Charger fan. I, I, I will point out the flaws in anybody. Okay? And Justin Herbert is not perfect. But he's fucking great. <laughs> he's so good at just about everything. Right? Just about everything. Like, he... He, 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 he's pretty efficient in throwing it away. Like there was a back shoulder throw where, you know, it was right in front of the end zone, right near where I was sitting. And it was pretty obvious. He made a little gesture to Keenan that he was going to throw a back shoulder and whether Keenan misread it or the coverage was better, it wasn't there. So he just kind of threw it back shoulder, but just kind of threw it out of bounds. Like, fuck it. Live to play another day. So he's got all of the aspects of he's got, he can make every throw on a field. And I think we all believe that what's the real difference between Tua and Herbert or the, 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 these, like if you were there, I, I couldn't, I don't know. Cause you guys watched it on TV, right? Could yes. you tell how badly Tua was missing? Yeah, he was definitely 
off uh, on a lot of a lot of throws. They were either falling short or going way over someone's head. That's what I saw. It was not close. Like he was missing. Uh, and and this is the best way to express it. I say this about basketball players all the time. My my dear friend Miles Simon, who's in a, who's the head coach of the Lakers uh, G League team. So he got he got into the NBA because he was uh, he ran incredible workouts and Chris he was Chris Bosch's workout guy when Bosch was with the Heat. And after Chris's first year with the Heat, he went to Miles and was like, "Hey, this off season." We got to work on, I, I got to work on shooting threes and I got to work on where the spots are to shoot threes, playing off of LeBron. Cause it's different. Cause remember when he was with Toronto, his, he got, he was the go-to guy and everybody played off of him. A lot of catching the post, catching the elbows, ISOs, pick and pop, go into an ISO, whatever. And he had none of that stuff with the, with, with the heat early on. And those guys aren't really pick and roll players. And they're also not spot-up shooters. They're more cutters. So he was playing off of LeBron, playing off Dwayne Wade, had to change how he played. So he's like, Miles, let's sh- let's shoot threes, but we're going to shoot threes where I'm at 17, 18 feet, and then I got a backpedal catch and step in and shoot without stepping out of bounds, quick rhythm threes. Let's shoot 100. Now, he hadn't worked on this ever in his life. Not that he hadn't worked on threes, but this specific shot. And I, Miles said like he, he made like 87 the first time. And I was like, that seems like a lot. And he's like, yeah, but they're pros. Pros don't miss when there's an empty gym. They just don't, right? That's why they're pros. That's why your boy wasn't a pro. Because I do miss when there's an empty gym. If you've gone and watched NFL quarterbacks and you like, it's the velocity, but also the changing of arm angles, the moving with pressure. And then... Like Justin Herbert, he might have missed twice. He threw the ball 51 times. He might have missed twice last night. Tua, it, it, like it's, and when Justin Herbert misses, it's, he throws it a little bit low, so it ends up being dropped. He throws it a little bit, he's trying to throw back shoulder, and it's a little bit behind. Like it's a small window where instead of being right on the numbers or right on the back shoulder, you're missing by a foot. A foot. Tool was missing by yards. And the velocity wasn't there. Like, I walked away thinking, I don't know. I, I don't know if Tua is the starter next year. I know we've all fallen in love with the sound bites and how well Tua's played. That was a complete and utter ass whooping. Like, the, the fumble play, which had anyone ever seen that ever before? I mean, think about this for a second. The, it's, it's one thing to recover a fumble and run it back for a touchdown. But the Chargers strip the ball out. There's a scrum. I, I'd never seen one pop up in the air. And then it just happens to fall in the arms of the fastest guy in the league. And everybody else is, in, is trying to go after the ball. And he runs it at 60 yards for a touchdown. Like, I'd never seen that before. That play alone kind of skewed everything. right? Because the Chargers, they got to the goal line and got stood up on fourth down in the first drive. And they, were, they lived on the other side of the... I don't know. The Dolphins did not take a snap in the Chargers territory until their final drive of the game. Think about that. That's how much of a beating it was. And like, again, I'm the most ardent fan, the Charger fan there is. Not only are they not a good defense, but their two best players didn't play. You didn't have Derwin James. You didn't have Joey Bosa. And I mean, it was a fucking bludgeoning. So my thought is I have more respect for Tyreek Hill than ever. 
Um, and I'm a little concerned at the Dolphins in the last two weeks. He's been really, really off. He, they've had, they have guys, they had guys last night running wide open. He just missed them. And he's an anticipatory thrower. And so, you know what he's a lot like? He's, he's like a smaller Peyton Manning is who he's like. Where he has to anticipate. So what the Chargers did was, that's why they were playing press man coverage. Just If you just bump them off the routes, because they got their defensive backs might not be the best. Sante Samuels Jr. is really good. But Davis not great, but they can really run. And so they were just physical, and it screws up the timing. And he has to kind of like guess where somebody's going to be because he doesn't have a strong enough arm to gun it in there. I walked away from the game not just reaffirming that just it's, it's never been a real conversation. In real football, like literally Acho and the football outsiders guys are the only guys who have tried to comp Tua and Herbert. They were in the same draft. I think the Chargers probably would have taken Tua as well. Like, that's how good his reputation was. The reality is they're not in the same solar system. And if I were the Dolphins, who have to go to Buffalo and New England, are you fucking kidding me? I would be very concerned about what next year looks like with Tua as people seem to be getting a, a, a beat on how to play against them. But it was also fun to be fucking right, wasn't it? I mean, I'm just sitting there going, this is amazing. Like, I I had, I, I told you, Jason, on Friday, who I had coffee with Friday morning, right? Yes. And yep. and I said, and I was like, what do you think of Tua? He's like, you know, he's he's he uh, he processes the line of scrimmage really well. He gets rid of it. They get rid of it really, really quick. So you can't see that he's not a great athlete, you know, but I he, he's not very good. He's, he's okay. Like they just, it is, it is all scheming up and getting to the guys that are great athletes in space and letting them do their thing. And he just, you know, when he, 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 for the most part knows where to get the ball and gets rid of it quickly. It was not a resounding statement of the, Oh no, he's really good. They figured it out. It was like a, yeah. So I, I, I felt good about my opinion. And then I'm at the game, like, are you kidding me? And my Hayes is like, Hayes is also left-handed. He always, he always liked Tua, and he turned to me, he's like, Dad, is something wrong with Tua? I go, I don't think he's hurt. So unless he's hurt, he's like, God, he's just missing bad, missing bad. You know, um, I know you don't want to give too much oxygen to it, and I understand that. But you know, last night during the game, social media quarterback was trending. A lot of a lot of the uh, the football analysts were giving it to Acho and stuff. It was interesting theater. But even Brandon Staley, and we got the sound from Isaac Wilmancron, who uh, does the Chargers post game. Uh, Staley sat down with Matt Smith and Daniel Jeremiah after the game, and he felt the need to say this about his quarterback. Name me another quarterback in the league that's been cleaned out on the O-line and skill position and still has his team in the hunt. That's what I want to know, all right? Because there isn't one, just so you know. And then when you do get the guys back and he lights it up, it's like everyone, you know, what's everybody watching? That's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. It's like what, what the hell they're watching. You know, you're talking about one of the elite players to ever play this game. I completely agree. That's exactly like, like this is, and, and I mean, I don't know Emmanuel Acho. I have no, I, I know he came at me because his brother had that stupid fucking tweet about, uh, remember his brother didn't have Pat Mahomes in the top five of quarterbacks. Cause he didn't have that by his estimation, didn't have that good year. Again, another, what the fuck are you watching? So, so here's the difference. And I know what people are going to say. They're going to be like, Hey, Gottlieb, you, you, you didn't think Steph Curry be that good when he came out of college. I did not. I did not. 
I absolutely did not. Um, at the time of the when he first declared for the draft, I thought hadn't played only played the point for a year. Little again, part of my eval was based upon how the NBA had always been played and how I thought he would struggle. Right, the thing has completely changed, mostly because of him, some because of the officiating, how basketball has changed. But regardless of which, I didn't have the ability to watch him play on an NBA court. I'd only watched him play at Davidson against mid-majors and then, you know, play high majors on one-off games or in the NCAA tournament. So it's really hard. And those are college kids. The difference here is, and obviously, you know, like at the time of the draft, I thought he'd be a uh, Jeff Hornacek type. So it's not, I didn't say he's not going to be out of the league or he's going to suck. I just thought he'd be a good player. He could really shoot, could play both positions, right? Uh, with limitations. He's now in any discussion of the 10 greatest players to play basketball ever, right? Like missed it. Um, But clearly, obviously own it. There's nothing you can do other than own it. Like miss eval, my bad, moving on. The, The difference is Justin Herbert's been in the NFL. He's been a starter. Like we have film, we have data. Just watch the fucking tape. Or here's another one. Call somebody. You played in the league, you, you, you want to cover the league? It's not that hard. This has always been the frustrating thing for me is when you have a strong opinion on something that you don't absolutely positively know, and even sometimes when you do know it, call somebody. If you work for Fox, ESPN, CBS, and even some of the other entities, somebody will pick up the phone. They, they just will. Somebody will pick up the phone. You have to, uh, Manuel Acho know, has to know people if, if I know everybody, a person within most every organization in the NFL, damn sure Emmanuel Acho must. So I don't know what the deal is. I, 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 what's crazy about the social media quarterback is, did you know that going into last weekend, Tua had the most votes of anybody for the Pro Bowl in the AFC? And what was pointed out is that it's widely skewed because of uh, you can vote on Twitter. Right? You can vote on Twitter. And so he's got a huge social following from his days at Alabama and because people love Tua. But the idea that any human being would select Tua after watching the last two weekends over Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, or Joe Burrow, who are all AFC quarterbacks, all young, all way fucking better than he is, is kind of a joke. (laughs) But the idea is the actual social media quarterback is Tua. Because if you actually watch, you're like, oh, yeah, he's not as good as those other guys. Not as good as other guys. Anyway, it is interesting. It, I, I guess if it's if Acho's exercise was to see what his level of relevance is, right? It's actually kind of a good like. I mean, I, I you know people came at me because of my Stetson Bennett tweet this weekend, which I loved because I know I'm right. Um, if but if 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 getting a react just a reaction out of people, if getting the coach of the Chargers to comment on something you said several times in your TV show means that people are paying attention to your TV show. Okay. I get that exercise. The problem with it is you played in the NFL football is supposed to be your expertise. And this is one where you're not going to find anybody in the NFL that agrees with you. Literally nobody. The dispute between people in the NFL is not whether Justin Herbert and Tua Tungavailoa are in any way or in the same category or the level of credit like his whole thing was nobody criticized Justin Herbert everybody criticizes Tua he's right to a certain extent and he's like but he's like well 
Justin Herbert hasn't won anything. Look at Tua's record or whatever. The, the problem with it is that the criticism of Tua is actually completely accurate. And the criticism of Justin Herbert outside of his is completely accurate. People do give the win-loss record a pass to Justin Herbert because statistically he's played with one of the worst defenses in the NFL and he's had massive injuries. As opposed to Tua, who played with one of the better defenses in the NFL against one of the weaker schedules in the league. And when you put guys, some of the most talented guys around you and he gets them the ball, yeah, they're able to play well. But they've beaten the bad teams with the exception of the Bills or they beat in the heat early in the season. Like, I actually think that most of the media criticism of all of these guys is warranted and fair. The only thing we stay away from is guys stay away from uh, that. You know, they, they back away from criticizing at least many at the time, Kyler's desire for more money, the Deshaun Watson, when, you know, he didn't even play in that Houston contract. That was bullshit. People, People, people lean way too much inside of the players with these contracts. Lamar Jackson is not beyond reproach, right? Like, is Lamar Jackson hurt? Yes. Is he injured? I don't know. I, I don't know. But it'd be interesting to see if he comes back and plays this year, considering where he is with his contract. But the point is that Acho, it, it, he wasn't wrong because um, people didn't know or he had an opinion that some people believed and others didn't. Like, it's how I felt about it. Exactly what Brandon Staley said. Are you, you have to not be watching the same sport. If you actually thought that coming into the game and walking away from the game, the only takeaway you can have on Tua is, is he hurt? Cause if he's not hurt, the dolphins have a problem. Let's get to the list of the day. It's time for the list of the day. I'm on the list. All right, oh, list of the day here on the so? dugout show. Let's get to the five other things from the weekend, which intrigued me. Number five. Grant Wall passed away. Uh, this is an awful story. Grant was a friend of mine. Um, that doesn't matter for why he, that he passed away and some of the controversy surrounding it. Uh, Grant, and just for the record, like here's what, here's what is really amazing about him. Okay. He was wearing a, was a rainbow, what gay pride shirt when he's in Qatar, which caused a lot of fervor, right? And obviously it was a, a fuck you to the, to the government there and to how gays and lesbians and trans are made to feel in, at, at the World Cup and in traveling to Muslim countries. But most guys that would wear a gay pride shirt are gay themselves. Grant was not gay. Happily married man. So he did, he did a lot of things, agree or disagree with him, because they were the right, in his mind, they were the right thing to do. The right thing to do. You know, like I even sent him a text last week because he he had a tweet. Um, there was the U.S. men's national team. There's a there's the their their digital team went around Qatar to American fans. What player would you allow your daughter to date? Right. And he was like, are we really you know, why are we? Allow, we don't allow women to date. Like you don't control a woman. And I, I, I like, I get it. Grant, like I'm all for women's rights too. It was a little above and beyond. But, and so I just, I simply sent him a text like, Hey man, like, uh, hope, hope you're safe and, and well over, uh, over there. Like was the, was, I don't think anybody meant anything by it. 
and he was just like semantics matter and that that was the that was it that was the text but he's a I met him in 2000 my last couple games in college basketball he was following me around to do a story in Sports Illustrated the way it works is they write stories and then if you you know for two guys in a region or a guy in a region and if that guy makes the final four then the story comes out back then Sports Illustrated is the biggest thing so he hung around me and my family for a good week and we've been friends ever since but he died of an, something undisclosed, wasn't feeling well, and then literally collapsed at the World Cup. And, you know, his brother thinks there's foul play. He's being brought to the United States. And, but he's the foremost. And um, I, we're not huge soccer people, you know, Ramos, you and me and Jay Stu. But I, it's, it's fair to say he's the foremost known soccer writer in the country. Is that fair? No doubt. Yep. Okay. Died at the age of 49 years old? Terrible news. Terrible news. So and Grant was a spectacular human being and a very good, very good writer. I, I have no, I have no details or no knowledge of the circumstances of his death. I can only send out my condolences and most sincere regards to anyone uh, in Grant's family or Grant, who knew Grant. Number four. Um, Chris Beard got arrested. Uh, Chris is a, another Chris is a very close friend of mine. Um, and he is a late night guy. And I don't mean late night guy in the, you know, he had stopped drinking. So um, when I was around him, we didn't, I was around him for a week this in August and we didn't, we didn't drink one. We had no Arnold Palmer's at, at, uh, at, at the bar we went to. Um, so I don't know the circumstances around it, but it's a third degree felony. And at the time of this recording, he's still in an Austin jail. Um, I, I don't know if, if, uh, unless charges are dropped or there's some circumstances of self-defense, which can be proved, I, it's going to be really hard to see a way in which he keeps his job. I mean, uh, you know, you just can't put your hands on people, especially if it's a, if it's a woman that makes it really, I, I can't see a way. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's not only difficult news. Uh, because Texas is, I mean, I guess uh, Texas is actually finally good at basketball and he has a really good team, but uh, I know, I know everybody in what he calls the organization. Like he's a, he's a guy who everybody loves and he makes sure everybody's taken care of who works for him. If, if that thing blows up, then all like, it's a, just a massive change at what is a premier job, premier university and had finally seeming like it righted the ship. So I don't know. Um, this is one of those I'm really kind of conflicted on the story because that's not the Chris Beard I know, and I don't know the de- any of the details. But I'm if I'm fair, and you say, well, you can't judge friends differently than you judge people who aren't friends. That that's fair. I've always done that, but I've also kind of lived this with Coach Sutton's DUI, where I didn't, and I, I waited. I didn't make any commentary to on new. Let's wait to see what the details are. Um, but it, none of them to this point appear to be good. Number three. Uh, the Heisman Trophy went exactly the way we thought the Heisman Trophy could go. And when the only hot topic coming out of the Heisman Trophy was, why did people vote for Stetson Bennett? I, I, that just shows where the Heisman Trophy is. Like, I, I, I think, honestly, what we need to do is we need to conceptualize the idea of changing First, you got to change Heisman Trophy voting. 
You just do. There's no fucking way in which you're going to go like Stetson Bennett is the best. It's the award is for the best college football player in America. He's a really good player. He's an incredible story. It's, it's a hallmark story. Hallmark. It's an amazing, amazing story. But there hasn't been one game, one weekend in which anybody sat there pounding on the table and goes, you know the best damn football player in America is? Stetson Bennett to the University of Georgia. No, so, and that's what the award's for. So why not, why not have it be the award of awards? Whoever wins, they get the Maxwell, you got the Thorpe, you got the Outland. You, you bring in the best guys from each of their positions and then you vote for who the Heisman Trophy is. Number two. Did anybody like that idea? Did you guys like that idea? You didn't like that idea? Sounds good to me. I mean, that's, that's a, it seems. It needs seems something. Like a reasonable, seems like a reasonable solution, right? Um, okay, no, number three. Um, number two. Oh, number two. Now we're at number two, right? Now number two. Um, other things that happened in, in the National Football League. Are we? Uh, we're not going to see. Um, we're not going to see Russell Wilson anymore, right? Like he's done for the year. So uh, it was, and I know that they, they put some drives together after falling down so big or whatever. And, but he fell on his right shoulder. Is there an update on his status, Jason Stewart? Russell Wilson's status right now? Mm-hmm. Being evaluated. I've seen a lot out there like he's probably not going to take another snap this year. Yeah, I think wow. it was Crazy, brutal. Right? It was brutal. And by the way, uh, I was watching that game. He was having the game of his season. And he made that that play, his last play, was pretty heroic. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, they were in that game. Yeah. So he finally started to kind of play and figure it out, and then he gets hurt, and now we're not going to see him. And I'm sure there's going to be a coaching change, you know. Um, but what else happens? Who knows? That one is, uh, that, that one is, is nuts. Number one. Uh, more uh, scary, sad potential news from um, Starkville, Mississippi, where Mike Leach is in critical condition. And uh, he had had heart issues and he'd had pneumonia this year as well. And like, look, Mike Leach is more than just a kind of a clever quote and quip. And I mean, he's awesome to, to talk to. Do people understand what he did for football? So again, this is where I feel really um, confident in myself. I, I know what happens is when you played college basketball and professional basketball and you coach basketball, people are like, well, all you know is basketball. Well, I played all sports growing up, but I also try and study this stuff and I've been doing this for a minute and I talk and I ask questions. So Rich Rodriguez was the, like the godfather of the read option to kind of run the football okay, in terms of what they do. And it's really a lot of it has veer concepts and, and how they play uh, only with guys outside the numbers. And remember, you had Pat White who could throw it just a little bit. You know, speaking of Dolphins, former Dolphin quarterback, I guess, who couldn't really throw in Pat White. Anyway, Mike Leach is the godfather of the spread. So you look at, at college football as it looks now. Rich Rodriguez, Mike, and and uh, Mike Leach, they're, they're the guys. You know, they're the guys. And Leach was, he was at Kentucky and Kentucky with Tim Couch kind of took the SEC by storm. Then he was at Oklahoma for Mike Stoops, I mean, Bob Stoops' first year at OU. 
And they ran that same offense when he left and he went to Texas Tech. Okay, they brought in Kevin Wilson, who just got the, the Tulsa job. Kevin Wilson was a guy who they ran spread, but they, they could run it. They ran the football better than when Mike Leach ever ran the football. They were a little bit more committed to running the football. But they won with the spread. And look at college football now. You know, look at the NFL now and Kyler Murray. That's Mike Leach's offense. Mike Leach's, he, he has an incredible imprint on the college game and a pretty good imprint on the NFL game as well. I mean, you can only pray for his health and just hope he comes out of it, but it does not sound good. So those are the five things on our list on the weekend. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us, to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off, no dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Find out who's annoying. And now, it's your annoying. 
okay, Jason Stewart, I want you to go in order because I do believe that it's going to be really hard to beat number three. But my the three most annoying people or things that you saw over the weekend. Cavante uh, Turpin. I, I know he's a good story. I think he was like playing in the USFL last last spring or whatever. But he um, he was in the uh, what do you call it when you take a knee formation? Victory formation. Victory formation. Cowboys had just uh, survived a disaster against the Texans. Seventeen and a half point favorites. And Cavante Turpin does a backflip on the final kneel down. Now, backflips are cool, I guess, if you could do it and everything. But don't be backflipping when your team just barely, barely got past the worst team in the NFL. I think they were missing two defensive backs, too. They had their like second-string quarterback Driscoll in the game. Like yeah. It was an awful game for the Cowboys that they barely pulled out. And Cavante Turpin backflipped. You're annoying. Um Drake, okay, I'm just, go I'm, I'm going to tell you that one's going to be a hard. I mean, that that one's going to be an easy one to beat, <laughs> only because is the backflip against the Texans a little bit much? Sure, but I mean, I you know, that backflip on a first down would be would be the most annoying thing ever. Backflip on a win, <laughs> yeah. all right. Plus, I can't backflip. I can't flip. I, even on a trampoline, I can't get myself to do it. No, me neither. Uh, okay. uh, so, Dre Greenwaugh, you saw this. He picked off Tom Brady yesterday. This kid had the balls to go up to Tom Brady afterwards and have him sign the football that he intercepted. Tom Brady had one of his worst games ever. The Bucks suck. And this guy goes up to Tom Brady and he explains it out in the postgame this way. Brady, after the game, to have him sign that ball? Um, oh, man. What, uh, what inspired you to do that? Man, the worst thing he could tell me is no. So, I mean, you know, I was always told if you don't ask, you'll never know. So... You know what? Tom Brady's a good guy, and he signed it, and he didn't make a big deal out of it, but he should have told him to fuck off. And Dre Greenlaw, <laughs> when you say it never hurts to ask, that's I'm annoyed by that statement. Yes, it does, especially in business. It hurts to ask, because you're, you're probably inconveniencing somebody. Sometimes it does hurt your status to ask, so don't give me this. You don't know the answer till you ask. Dre Greenlaw, you're annoying for going up to Tom Brady in that moment to get a ball signed. It's unprofessional. Uh, you should be getting a lot more shit for it than you are today. But I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. Okay, so I agree on some level it's annoying, okay? Um, but I, 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 what I don't get is the guys that exchange jerseys and sign it when you just lost. Like, I can't believe Tom Brady did when you fucking lost. Right. And you got your asses kicked. I, like, when you win, like, yeah, dude, you want to, whatever, you won. You're feeling good. Fuck it. It's Tom Brady. I'll ask him. Right? He could ask. Obviously, he could have sent somebody over to ask in the locker room. That would probably have been better. Um, but I don't get the jersey exchange. Like, I lose a game. Like, I saw the Raiders. I can't remember who it was. The Raiders and the Rams. And the Raiders. The way the Raiders lost the game, you know, having a big lead and losing it late and basically falling out of the playoffs because of it. Like, fuck you. Don't. Like, I cut you for signing a jersey and staying on the field late. You lost a game. Get the fuck off the field and get in the locker room. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, um, all right. Uh, what's the last one? So this happened last night. And it happens reminded every me. game. I, it happens every me. game. And last night was the most pronounced one. Yeah. I mean, the, the scrum fumble after the onside kick that the Chargers almost gave back at the very end of the game to the Dolphins. As soon as that ball hit the ground and the scrum started, Dolphins were pointing. Like almost all 11 of them were pointing that weren't in the scrum. Um, it, it should be a rule. They should start handing out fines for pointing your way. On a fumble scrum. Oh, I love that. Uh, I love that. 
I love that a lot. Uh, I, I, I'm telling you, I dig it. That's the best. I'm and not the best in terms of liking it, liking how annoying that shit is. Cause I was in the stadium. You're like, I can't tell like, if you point the wrong way and they don't have the ball. Like, do you know how annoying that shit is? You're standing right there. If you don't know, don't point. Don't point. I agree. There should be some sort of fine or penalty. It's honestly a borderline felonious act to point in that direction when you have no idea who has the ball. So, yeah. Um, Miami Dolphins who pointed that you had the ball off the onside kick. Let's play because we can. Why are we doing this? Why do I? Here's Tom because Brady. Because we can. Here's Tom Brady after another loss yesterday. They kicked our ass. It's the reality of this sport. And every time you take the field, you have the opportunity to get your ass kicked or to kick ass. And obviously, we're on the wrong end of it today. Yeah, I made, I made a shitty throw to Mike. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a terrible throw. So you got to make it. Right, look, the crazy thing is they're still in first place. They're still going to probably make the playoffs. I'll be, I'll be, maybe Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers end up making it instead. But uh, why do we play Tom Brady dropping some curse words? Because <laughs> we can. Let's get to our pick of the day. The Patriots take on the Cardinals Monday Night Football. Um, look, here's my here's my fear. Here's my fear with with the Cardinals is they're a home dog and they've been kind of a mess and you're going against a Patriot team that you feel like, well, they can't score to run away and hide and beat you. Um, and a Patriot team who, oh, yeah, by the way, has lost their last two games um, on Thanksgiving Day. And then, of course, they lost to the Bills. And now they're in Hey, we got to win. They got to stay out west, play the Cardinals then play the Raiders. Before they get home for the Bengals, Dolphins, and finish with the Bills. Does not look great, but this is a have-to-have game for them. Whereas Arizona seems to be kind of playing out the string a little bit. Um, I like the Patriots. It's only at two and a half as of now. I like the Patriots to get a road win. And it's not because I think the Patriots are great. I think the Cardinals, they got some real issues on their hands. I'm going to go Patriots to win and cover the two and a half on the road. That's the pick of the day. All right, uh, check out the Doug Gottlieb Show tomorrow. Of course, tomorrow we go live. That's at uh, 3 on the East, noon on the West. And, of course, the pod drops as soon as that show is done. Make sure you tell a friend about it. It's called uh, In the Bonus, and I'm Doug Gottlieb. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. NFLShop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, t-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLShop.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. 
It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And? Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.